When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dubland Podcast. Up your ear holes. Hello, hello. What's the crack? Right, let's do it again because fuck, that was the worst entrance ever. Right, I'll hide over here. Uh, you hide behind the couch. Hide behind the couch. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, the Dublin Podcast! <laughs> Suzanne Kev! <laughs> Hello, what's the crack? Thanks for coming in to the most secret venue in Ireland. It seems like we're doing an illegal sort of communist podcast. Uh, in fact, this is so fucking Which weird and live. It's, we could have just done this on YouTube, but fuck it, we're together now. Uh, um, so... Uh, so anybody, everybody here from, no, there's people here, who here is from Dublin? Brilliant stuff, right? Very who here is not from Dublin? Where oh, are you from? Okay. Wexford. Fuck me, man, fair play to you for making the effort. Uh, any people Were here you from just here anyway? England? Oh, you came up first? Loads of English. What? Oh, there you are. I met you two outside. Fair play, nice to meet you. I forgot to ask you, I did that ignorant, horrible thing. That's because you are ignorant Where I met people and went, horrible. How's it going? I went, Grant, and walked, fuck up. what's your... <laughs> <laughs> I, and then I got, I got in, I was like, why didn't you just ask them their names, you ignorant shite to face? So uh, what, what is your names? Holly and Matthew from Essex, right? You see, you asked them where they were from. <laughs> uh, so nice to have you in. Thanks very much for coming and in. And everybody else. Yeah. And well, after you, if you, you want a character it. reference about PJ Gallagher, he did it all himself there. Ignorance. <laughs> Somebody else tweeted, they were here, they'd arrived. I was at home drinking Diorolite on my couch. And no, it's all right, don't worry. It's a miracle I'm here. PJ totally gives a shit, text him twice, didn't even answer me, I was like, I might make it, nothing. This is the fucking weird thing about today, right? People text you, and they don't ask you a question, and then why didn't you text me back? He didn't fucking ask me anything, I got the information. It was like, I'll see you at half seven tomorrow. Grant, what the fuck is the answer to that? You don't text someone back. I know, I saw the How are you, are you okay? I couldn't give a fuck how you are, you didn't say anything about it, you just... You just said Can I, I reiterate, you. PJ, ignorant. I'm Welcome to the Dublin podcast. <laughs> How are you? I have my own special water. What? I, I, I am on Instagram. He is on Instagram, just doesn't read, look at my Insta stories. No, I am on Instagram. The problem is I'm also on a motorbike, so it's kind of hard to do the both of them. I came in on a motorcycle. Again, digital world, I'm 43 years old, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, not on a motorbike, you fucking can't. Although that no. I would like to see. We should make a show out of that. Shit PJ might be able to do on a motorbike and kill himself, but we'll give it a whirl. <laughs> but then Suzanne, very sick, which is why I'm actually on the end of this couch. And ramp. I have my own water. You see the distance, I'm like, pull that in there. <laughs> so, um, genuinely, I, I honestly, like, my kids are little 
germs. And one of them came home and he didn't, he had like what was a bit of a, you know, a bit of a virus, but he was fine. Like he was actually grand. And then by four o'clock yesterday, he was not a bother on meeting smart. He was like flat out on YouTube. And I was like, Ringing Joey going, this is it, this is the end, we have a will. What will we do with the children? Who will keep them? It was, it was that bad. And meanwhile, she's just like... Doo, 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 Imagine doo, the doo, bullshit doo. if that was me. Be like, oh, man, flu, horse shit. <laughs> Every time a man gets sick, it's the end of the fucking world. This is the third time I've heard this story. My kids are germs. I was like a weight was on my pelvis. It was <laughs> the world. I could see the light in the tunnel. Oh, I my God, my dead twice. relatives were whispering in my ear. <laughs> so we had to ring a doctor. You see? Um, Do you fucking see? And let me tell you, the doctor came, and if anybody has, you know, remembers that tune from when you were a kid, it's like the doctor came with a rat and a tat. And then doctors come with proper doctor bags, except the gentleman who arrived in my house last night at 10 o'clock arrived with a backpack. A backpack! <laughs> and like, first of all, I'm like, I'm not sure you're fully qualified because you should have some type of official bag, not a school bag. <laughs> You right? just still expect doctors because you haven't been sick probably since you were in the kids. So like yeah. 70s. Remember you used to come out with a satchel. I was born in the 80s. Take it easy. Yeah. Oh, well, the 80s then. Remember when you used to come out with this satchel thing, take your temperature. Yeah. And then if, the, if you were slightly under the weather, they just put you down. <laughs> I mean, it seems a bit harsh, but actually I was that bad last night. I would have let anybody put me down. Anyway, he came with a backpack on his back and he came and like stood at the far end of the bed and was like not feeling very well and I'm like lying there because you know when you're that sick and PJ's talked about it before and I, I rarely believed about it but actually I was that sick that I was doing that breathing it was like <laughs> thank you for coming <laughs> and he's like okay um, so we'll check your vital signs which uh, to be honest with you I was like he's not going to get any because I can see the light it's the far side of the corner and it's game over and he essentially uh, no lie threw the blood pressure monitor at me because he was like I'm not touching you so he was like stick that on your arm I'm like what are we paying you for and then he, he goes yeah I mean your blood pressure is okay you're all right um probably have a bit of a virus and you might need IV fluids if it continues you're gonna have to go to A&E so I was like can you can you give me the fluids can put it in my arm he's like I don't actually do that and he wrote a prescription and left and charges 80 euro That's for the pleasure do. In fact, with a backpack, may I point out? I don't know what this whole story is. I don't really understand the upset with the backpack, I'll be honest with you. It just was if all he's carrying his shit into your house, that's enough. It's when a doctor turns up with nothing, all right? Well, he really did. <laughs> What's the story? Are you a doctor? I, I get fucking, why not? He came I'm a doctor of the fucking arts. <laughs> <laughs> he essentially was, because anybody could have a blood pressure monitor. He arrives with that, and that's the end of it. And then he goes, gives you a prescription like for stuff you could probably just buy anyway, and was like, if not, go to Amy. It was like, all oh, right, Grant. Anyway, long story short, we're here, we're alive, and all is well. Just about. She's doing that thing, though, where you try and do too much before you're better, and then you end up doubly fucked up. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. So I can't wait to see her Instagram stories tomorrow. You know, but she's, like, literally there vomiting out of her hole. We're going, ah! You remember know, when you get sick, though? You get in that chilly shit. Oh, yeah, no, like, I was sitting in the... Like, in the, the we were sitting behind, like, it's, it's very a, cold in this well, room. you're burning up, but your skin is freezing. You know, that, you know, there's a heater behind our couch, right? Like, fucking there. And the last time I was sick, me missus came in, and I was, like, lying on the heat. Like this. Fucking shaking with the cold. Like, that fucking... Oh. And just that, like, trying to explain yourself, and it looks like you're actually just riding the heater. Were you sure you weren't? You're just fucking... Oh. Fucking... I mean, it changed a little bit. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you. Uh, 
embarrassing moments. I keep. You embarrassing moments? Tell yeah. me more. Because I put up, I did something I never normally do this week, right? And I knew it was going to come back to haunt me. I fucking knew it was going to. Because I, I put a picture of myself in the gym doing this with weights, right? Oh yeah, I yeah, saw that one. I did. I fucking. Someone took a picture. Do you know something that's not the worst for an elf? And I fucking. I'll put it up and see what the reaction is. It'd be grand, right? Most people were complimentary about it. A couple of my friends were like, look at the fucking state, whatever. Uh, so I put it up and I was delighted with myself for a couple of days. Right. I got out of the shower this morning. And uh, you know those moments that you just, you start to realize your age, right? Like Halloween is coming. I fucking love Halloween. There used to be a point where I hear bangers and go, oh, fucking what's in the air? Now I hear bangers, I'm like, The fuck was that? <laughs> Arseholes. You know, like, it's all gone. The crack has gone out of it. You know that way? But I, I got out of the shower and I realised soaking wet, 20 past five in the morning. And I realised I, did, I forgot to hang me towel. Oh, no nice towel. It. So ah, whatever. No big deal. I'm on my own. The gaff will just walk to the hot press and get a towel. But you know, we have this thick laminate floor. <laughs> and I grabbed the towel and slipped. And <laughs> it was like fucking woof, like two legs out. And I landed slap bang on the click laminate, and then I, I farted with the fright. <laughs> I farted with the fright. So my ass hit the ground, and because there was a little bit of water then, it made that in the bath sound. So it went like, and I was sitting there, 20 past five in the morning, 43 years old. The fucking silence and the dark. Just go, you fucking idiot. So if I hear a banger now, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. And I sat there, I know shit for about 10 minutes, I just sat there, drying out. Drying out. And then about five minutes later, I could feel another fire cooking. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, only, I'm not even going to give myself the pleasure. I'm not even going to give myself the plan. wouldn't run it the risk on the, the click laminate, as you call it. Yeah, yeah, click laminate. Is that what it's called? The click laminate. Is that not what it's called? No, no, is that a north side thing? Click, is it's that not what it's called? laminate flooring. And the no, click the laminate. Click, it clicks when you... Who does that? You walk around your house like this. No, that's how you put it in. There's a little groove. Yeah, we just call it laminate, though, no? No, laminate is like... You know, you laminate... A fucking driving lot. I don't know. Laminate. It's just that, it's just that you're... Click laminate is when you, no, click, I you push it in. No, sorry, you're missing the... I understand what it does. I understand <laughs> the function of it. I'm yeah. just, I just have never heard anybody call it click laminate before. I've never heard that. I've just heard I have laminate floors. Do you know? I've yeah. just never heard the word click laminate floors. Oh, I just always thought it was... Yeah, it's I've never heard anybody it's abbreviate fucking click laminate, to be honest with you. I've never heard anybody call it by its full name. <laughs> <laughs> Northside, the cultural side. differences once again. <laughs> show us, we definitely show that. Oh, I got that. I had to get a taxi in, by the way. I was, I was on PJ this because obviously I wasn't well, and then somebody had to stay home with the kids. And um, so I got a taxi in, and you know that moment when you get into a taxi because the taxi man wants to have a chat, yeah. but also they make you feel shit like within three minutes of getting into the taxi, and also I obviously looked probably like an undesirable so I got into the taxi and sat in or whatever he's like how's it going I was grand grand just going to Liberty Hall and he's like oh Liberty Hall I was like oh I need key there and he goes oh yeah he goes going into work and I went oh, I just I got into a thing um there in Liberty Hall and he goes oh he goes uh you're going in to, to help the homeless to feed the homeless 
I was like, okay, I understand I'm wearing a duffel coat and I've been unwell for the past 24 hours, but it just seems like a low blow. And I was, and then what, how'd you come <laughs> you back from said, there? No, I'm just going in for the free fill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to God. I got in to get around, fuck it. You know how much they're fucking hipsters in town are charging for that shit? See this bag, I'm <laughs> filling it and going home with it. But you have that moment like where you do, you kind of debate being that you could say something like that or then you just go, how? I can't turn it around here. I just went, oh, I'm just going into a thing. There's a show on and do you know who's on? Oh, it's a thing. Because you can't then go sound real facetious going, actually, I'm going in to perform on stage and not help the homeless because then you just seem like the worst person ever for not helping the homeless. So then he told me about his gambling the whole way in and told me he didn't have a problem but lost 20 grand a couple of weeks ago. Doesn't have a problem with it though. Oh, that's a stroke of bad oh, luck. Oh, if I guess. <laughs> Okay. Just this once, yeah. 20 grand. Thankfully, I paid him by card. I was like, you will not be going straight to the Colossus with that. 20 grand? 20. Oh, and that was the tip of the iceberg. He's telling me about like going to Vegas, and he's like, when, he was from Liverpool. He was like, first time, I'm hopefully not giving his identity away. Um, his name, no, I'm joking. Um, but uh, yeah, went to Vegas <laughs> with his wife. you worried if you know who yeah. he is anyway. Yeah. Where are you going? Help the homeless now, fuck it. Why do you hear about my story? Yeah. <laughs> 20 grand. Uh, 20 grand. I thought it was Vegas. Then he went to Vegas with his wife. He was like, four kids. Uh, and he goes, like, we went, and in the first three days, we lost 20 grand. I was Jesus like, Christ. did you? I know, right? And I was like, did you, you know, did you bring, did you have a marker? Like, did you go, well, this is the money I have to lose. Like, with me, it's like 10 euro. And, you know, was that your limit? And he goes, no, I just put it on cards. Of course, like, the grown-up of me is like, cards? How did you pay that back? There's, like, the interest alone on it. And then, no. And then he told me about that. Then he lost 10 grand. Then he worked in casinos. Now he's driving a taxi. But he yeah. doesn't have a problem. I'm like, thanks, John. See you again. I'm just going off to not feed the homeless. Bye. Gamblers are fucking mad, man. I have a friend of mine, he was, he was in John of God's for heroin, right? And he was in there, <laughs> and he said, and he'll tell you, the only time he's ever felt superior as a heroin addict was when he was in John of God's, and him and the other heroin addicts were looking at the gamblers going, there's no helping them cunts, man. <laughs> they are totally fucked, man. They are never getting out of this shit. Like, they were like, there was a superiority, there was like a, the gamblers were the lowest of the fucking, like he was saying, there was one lad in there, and it was Stephen's day, and there wasn't a sausage in the house, well, you don't eat sausage for Christmas, whatever, there wasn't a turkey in the fucking house, there was no food in the house, no presents bought, no Christmas decorations, nothing, and he was sitting there with three grand in his back pocket for the fucking Stephen's day races in Leopardstown. Oh my God. Sitting there with three grand in his back pocket so he could gamble it away, and the other lads are going, there's something fucking wrong with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a good look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's like a hierarchy changes. Mad. Like when you're a junkie and then a gambler, and the, uh, that is a hierarchy there, isn't gamblers it? Because imagine them coming mad. in the junkie still sitting looking and going, losers, you're going nowhere with your lives, and then they're just going off. I always wonder as well because my mates who are heroin addicts, they always would give me shit when they come out of recovery. I'd be there drinking a Red Bull, and they'd be like, "You're mad drinking that <laughs> shit, man." <laughs> you fucking. Out of your mind. Two of them, unfortunately, are dead now. And every time I met them, I don't know how you put that crap in your body, man. <laughs> all them chemicals and all. I'm just, I'm, granted, I know you need fucking a hobby, but criticising me is not a good way to start. Like, 
There was two, unfortunately, two of them are gone now. For shame. Oh, we shouldn't say their don't names. Don't say their names. Uh, but they're fucking. But they were, don't say their names. they were gas fuckers. They were actually gas, and they were trying to get off the junk together, right? So they came up with all kinds of fucking <laughs> mad ideas. They got into pigeon racing and they built a loft and all that. And of course, the oh, council. Pitch. Huh? Pitch, oh, yeah, pitch. yeah. And they put the council took the loft off them because amazingly, you're not allowed to just build a pigeon loft on council flats in fucking town. <laughs> Seems unreasonable, though. <laughs> and they were like shocked. I'm already trying to fucking do something with me, like. <laughs> and then they decided they get into fishing. And they went out fishing together, right? I came back and remember saying to one of them, so how did you get on? And one of them said, it was blading great, man. We seen a dolloping and all we did. <laughs> and the other guy goes, they're not called dollopins, you fucking idiot. And he goes, where that fucking perky boys them? <laughs> <laughs> They were gas, lads, in fairness. But now I've made it really dark all of a yeah, sudden. Let's like, go, back to go back to the gamblers. Uh, and taxi drivers, too. That's always because you're from Essex, right? Uh, like, and you're saying it was an English taxi. taxi He's from Liverpool. You know when you Not get giving into, him his identity away again. Yeah, <laughs> so when you get into a taxi in Ireland, you have to brace yourself for the conversation. And it could be anything from racism to gambling to yeah. fucking... Um, we had a dodgy ticker, divorced, they're mad for telling you about their divorces, oh, really? the taxi men. Oh, that yeah. must be a male we've all, thing. Oh, we've had, oh, yeah. I have one taxi driver, got in, out of nowhere. We have four kids, yeah, three lovely girls and a right fucking bastard. And I've <laughs> You're just stuck in this, the whole lifestyle comes, starts coming at you. Uh, and then in England, I'm going to get taxis and I can't talk, they just don't say a word to you. In fact, most of the time they're up front doing that thing with the phone. You know, on the phone. <laughs> The earpiece in. You know, how does anyone understand what And then what they've suppressed the thing, though, don't they, though? Hmm? You've, you've your microphone thing, you get to talk, like, they talk to you, and then, I don't know, they go, put a nine five, and you're like, oh, what? oh hello, sir? Yeah. I said nine foot. And then you just you, you, you shoot the money through. Yeah, but they've no interest in talking to you at all. Oh, they do. Look, they do. If they just, they just don't like you, or oh, they're so lucky. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> Any time I got in, they were on the phone, just, huh? Of course they, they do. You, I chat to you, yeah, they do. Yeah, you don't look like him. Yeah, they're just there. <laughs> he gets in and they just go, see, the problem is... They just you pretend they're on the phone. Yeah. Two, it's a two-hour journey from running out of shit to come up with. <laughs> Might have actually been easier to talk to this fucking agent. <laughs> Every taxi you get into with you, they think they're on naked camera. That's what inst If you get into a taxi with PJ, instantly the taxi man goes, oh, here yeah. we go now. Yeah. This is it. This is so then they're overly animated about everything and then, yeah, yeah. You, then you just pay and get out and they're like... They're like, that was weird, yeah. Is that it? Don't think that's gonna make it. Don't have a thing at all. No, they're going. Anyway, uh, how is everyone? By the way, we never even asked you how you all are. Yes. Uh, oh, we got post. I was told oh, I'm yeah. not allowed to open my post. Oh yeah, you can open your post now. Uh, so yeah, this came in. Apparently, you said you know what's in it. Yeah, because I opened mine. But it's weird. Send it like it says. Forgot on the back. It says forgot that Branston. Oh no, that you know what? That's actually off a different piece oh, of it? post. Oh, so we sake. got we got loads of posts. Uh, that was somebody posted us just one jar of Branston pickle. It's in a massive box and loads of envelopes and just one jar of Branston pickle. That's your thing to open. Yeah. So what? So right here. Well, oh, you fucking bastards! <laughs> <laughs> that actually right the fuck out of you. So there's spiders. <laughs> I can't believe I fell for the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> Two fake spiders. Jesus Christ. There's actually three pals over there. I got my hair cut last week. You see, I had to have me leave my hair grow for, like, what was it, three months? Yeah. And I had to grow a moustache and all. And I went to the barbers, and uh, man, they were... <laughs> they had to cut me hair. And then he says, do you want to do nasal waxing? <laughs> right, I was there. Yes. What's nasal waxing. I was there. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> basically says because it looks like there's dead spiders up your nose. <laughs> it was like, I was sitting like this. 
And I didn't even know it. I was like, what do you mean? Why would I want to do that? I said, no, I, I, Did you do it? No, I didn't. No, I nasal chicken. fucking waxing. Like, are you mad? I don't even shave the balls anymore. I'm not going to go nasal waxing. And when we've been through so much with that over the past two years, and <laughs> sake, but, uh, every oh, yes, six months, sorry, your lasher, yes. So, to who? He actually wrote, to whom it may concern. Boo. Boo. Who did you annoy to deserve this? You might not never, you might not never know. He talks like I do. Either way, they thought they'd scare the shit out of you. Feel free to retaliate to www.sendyourenemyspiders.com. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody paid for that. Actually, they, they paid for it twice. We both got Did one. they get you? Did yeah, you get they got mine as well. And I was like... Sendyourenemyspiders.com. That's a business. And you have get your three little spiders. That's a fucking mine business. Actually, mine, one is, mine, actually, mine actually is... Does yours say fuck you? And Yeah, it does. No, yours says no. boo. Mine says fuck you. So I feel... <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, mine is a lot more harsh. I, yeah, um, they really do. Like they, they mildly dislike you, but here's a gift for being a cunt. Hope they scare the shit out of you. Is that what it says? Yeah. It does not say that. God, it does, yeah. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. It does, yeah, honestly it does. say it, yeah. So um, here's a gift I, for I, being I, a cunt. Yeah. I mean, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. PJ gets the mild totally one. different toy team, don't he? Honestly, your mum was like, oh, I fucking hate to do it, but there's a few quid for PJ. <laughs> Suzanne, fuck that cunt. <laughs> That's fucking... Uh, totally yeah. different time. So that's one of our English listeners, so you can fuck off and stay in Brexit, whoever uh, you are, if you're listening to that. I know, I'm joking. Uh, Brexit? Is that what you're Oh, don't oh, even. We should mention the I, war. I, I want to go with it now. I just want to fucking see what happens. I exit all the way. I'm into it. Global warming and all. It's fucking great. Crack. I'm only looking at my phone so I want to remember what to talk about, by the way. Oh, I meant to say to you um, the other day, you were talking about Halloween. We got It's in my phone, though. We got a, an email um, about Halloween. and that is, There's no one here from Wales, is there? No? Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> just to be doubly sure. Um, but there's someone sent us a message uh, to say... Because you remember you were talking about how much you like Halloween? Yeah. So Matt Parsons said that he listened. And he said that people... Sorry, in the Isle of Man, carved turnips. Did you know this? Huh? Yeah, exactly. Did you know this? Oh, oh that's, are, yeah, we, are we first yeah. continental now with the pumpkins? Are we gone to no, American? No, American, yeah. To American, yeah. Um, it's called Hopti Tuna, uh, which is in the Isle of Man. Kids sing a weird song about Ginny the Witch, and they get a stick to lather a mouse and needing to get paid to get her out. It's a weird place. Um, but I think you'd fit in there. I think that that could be somewhere you should go. Well, like, you like Halloween. You like weird things. Halloween. You like weird songs. Ginny the Witch sounds like someone you'd be into. So... I'm just saying, if you wanted to leave, you were just saying about there, about Brexit and whatnot, the Isle no, of Man I, could be the place to go. I'd love to go to the Isle of Man. Well then, don't worry about it. No, right. I'd love to. I'm, there's probably no... Sh sh what? They do oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I know the TT, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I've never gone to that, because I'd be fucking dead, probably, if I did. <laughs> uh, I did try and go. I worked for years to get the licence, and then when I did get it, I'd already had a huge crash that year, and I couldn't make it, but sure, there you go. Thank God. I pr oh, it's probably better. It's probably better. I don't get that. We talk like, about I fell out of a shower... Yesterday, this morning, like lets you know if you if you you, you got to weigh up shit at a certain point in your life. Yes, I always dreamed of racing in the TT, and I came quite close. I worked for it. I got the international license just at the wrong time, and then this morning, I farted and hurt me arse. I, 
You know what I mean? You've got to say, it was probably, sometimes dreams not coming through will actually save your life. Do you know what I mean? Don't chase your dreams. It's one thing I've learned when you hit middle age. Your dreams need to stay fucking dreams. Because if I achieve any dreams now, there'll be nothing left except hurting my arse in the morning. That's it. You know what I mean? Hashtag have notions, though. Uh, oh, yeah, have notions. Oh, we have T-shirts, by the way. There you go. They have them on. Uh, Alan is selling them outside after the show. And he said, if we don't mention it loads of times, that he's going to kill us. Because I think he put all of his own personal money into buying them. Because it definitely wasn't ours. Um, or PJs, because, yeah. Um, so if you want to buy a T-shirt, what were the prices that Alan told us, PJ? Two for 30. There you go. Our amazing deal of getting one for 15. No, one for 20. I was a one for 20. Well, that's not a good deal at all. It, it works better I if you buy two. Attention. If you do the sums, it works better if you buy two. I knew there was like, he'd taken a little bit of it and then just go. <laughs> and nothing would happen for the rest of But we of also Sorry, have yes. these. They finally arrived. The Sad Animal Facts books have finally arrived. And that means it's time for this. Animal Facts. Animal Facts. I've got those Animal Facts. Animal Facts. Animal Facts. we got those Animal Facts. Yeah! Now look, the whole book has arrived, so we've got the Animal Facts book. These and it are is, cute. And I was these having a quick snatched. look through it, and it's... Um, these are baby baby Animal Facts as well, the books. Oh yeah, the baby, yeah, there's, there's know, baby right? talk ones. Uh, but at the back, yeah. At the back, I noticed they give sort of full descriptions on some of the smaller animals. And it's sea life that is really fucking sad, right? <laughs> so this is... <laughs> I love this, right? The manatee calves, right? Ma uh, nurse underwater from teats under their mother's flippers. So basically, their tits are under their arms. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. That's a pretty sad animal fact, I think. That's called life, PJ, and well, over, being over 35, to be honest with you, for some uh, of us. Childbirth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, here's something that definitely you can probably relate to. Orca whale, or orca calves. They don't sleep for the first three months of their lives. Right. Much Try like your first kids. First two years, yeah. Yeah. Uh, dolphin baby teeth are designed for fighting, not chewing. So dolphins are essentially little scrapping Conor McGregor bastards <laughs> that aren't to be trusted, especially the babies. Yeah, That's and also trying to fucking feed that as well. Do you know, you ever see, have anyone ever seen those programs about like these people that breastfeed their kids when they're 12? And that where you look at them weirdly and we're the ones with the problem. Yeah. When they're taller them, than your boob. That's, you know, when you're standing like this, and your 12-year-old is walking up and they're like there to here and they have to bend down with a full set of their second set of teeth. But you look at them like they're weird that you're actually the weirdo. I don't like... But, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if your husband's having a go, <laughs> which is a thing, you know when you get those weird... Hang on, sorry. Where have you gone with this? It's like, well, hang on. We're talking about children being a bit too old and no. then you bring the husband into it. Yeah, what do I'm, you be I'm, at? I'm escalating it, right? Right, oh. So, not like you, but go on. Yeah, no, I'm escalating because this is actually something I, I, I can't remember where or when. It definitely wasn't my imagination, though, because I remember watching. You know, every so or, often, the BBC is great at this shit. They come up with these, they find these fucking oddballs. Or are, Channel 4 are good for finding yeah, them yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. They find these oddballs and that for some reason aren't ashamed of their fucked up behavior. And there was this family, and uh, the, she, she was, you thought it started weird because the kid was like four and he was coming home from school or whatever and having an old still on mammy's boob, right? And then in walks the husband on the other side. And she's watching telly, 
feeding fucking daddy and the kid. I mean, it's nutritious. And, they, but... and nobody's acting like it's fucked up. Like, that was the weird thing. Like, can you imagine being like the cameraman looking at that? Like, and no, like oh, nobody's yeah. acting like it's fucked up. Like, everybody, like everybody's kind of going, yeah, you know, it's good for you. It's got the nutrients. It's my wife. It's nothing I haven't seen before. You know, all this shit. And she's kind of going, well, if they like it, they like it. And, <laughs> Like, how do they find them though? That's my, my, my favorite. How do you cast for that? Do you know what I mean? It's like, are you 42 and still like to, you know, a bit of breast milk? I don't, how do you like, but you ever see it's like, I was, <laughs> I was watching this morning, you actually, strangely, you came to mind. Um, well, I was watching this morning a, a couple of weeks ago and there was a man dressed as a dog, but they all dress up as dogs. Like they dress up, have you this seen is, those? It's like a fetish thing. Yeah. What are they called? Furries. Yeah, but the costumes, like, but the, paws the and price shit. of another mortgage, yeah, and they're all sitting there, and your woman's sitting like a perfectly normal, like, you know, suburbia lady, just sitting there in her normal gear, delighted to be there with Holly and Philip, and Holly and Philip are sitting there trying to be all like, oh, yeah, we're totally cool with this, and then there's a fully grown fucking Labrador, man, <laughs> sitting beside him on the couch, and then, so she's telling, she's like, oh, you know, I got into it, and I just thought I liked it, and then I said, oh, and then it's like, well, you know, the puppy, or whatever it's called, you know, whatever. And then they talk to him, and they're like, so, John, went, and he's like, well, I uh, work in accounting, and I just wanted to do something else with my life, so uh, I put on a paw, and then the paw went to another paw, and then I decided I wanted fur for my belly, and then I found June. <laughs> and Philip and Holly are just sitting there, and every instinct they have is to look at them and go, you fucking weirdos. Except they can't, because it's telly, so they just But they're go. only dogs when it suits them. Like, you never see yeah. them in the park dragging their arse along the grass. <laughs> you know, because he's got an itchy arsehole. You know, like, you know, they're only dogs when it suits them. Do you know, that's, the, like, they're grand. I'll embarrass my fucking wife on television while I wear a mask and she has to tolerate my bullshit. You know what I mean? But when it comes to me being embarrassed, dragging me whole along the park, nah, fuck that, no, no, no. use the toilet like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But they never, like they don't lie in front of the fire on their own, licking their balls. <laughs> I'm sure they probably do do that, to be fair. It's a long way down. We've all tried it. When we say we... <laughs> We've all tried it. I would be and sure so that close. not all of us have. I know. It's two pipes of lad that fucking has... They've lads that either admit they've tried it, and fucking liars. <laughs> when you're growing up, you know when you're growing up and you're young and you're a man, or you're not a man, you're a kid, and next thing these fireworks are... <laughs> and for eight, you get a horn when you're 10 or 12 and you have it till you're 22 and it's fucking with your brain and you're just walking around every time you're left alone, you're tugging your tail off yourself. Like, and there is a moment where you think, can I just fucking... <laughs> Gee, is there any fucking way <laughs> just getting this agony over it? And there isn't. There Unless isn't. you're Prince. Unless you're... Well, that's, is, that can't be true. They well, said we can't ask him now he's dead, but... They, prince isn't dead, is he? Oh, he is! <laughs> oh, he is! I'd be fairly sure that about was three years sad. now. Did, huh? No, I didn't just Prince. You just, you just didn't know he was why dead. Why would I diss anyone if he's literally the only man that could kiss himself in the flute? I wouldn't diss anyone. <laughs> With that ability. Prince was fucking amazing. Prince and Michael Jackson, all that shit in the 80s and all. I'm too old to read. I was grown. I thought the 90s thing was still there. Well, uh, it wouldn't be because it's our turn now. So yeah, we yeah, so. Oh, the 90s are good. Anyway, do we, should we do some more Alamo facts? Yeah, go for it, yeah. Seeing as they're good because they're little. They're, I don't know. How did Jesus, how did we get there from there? We started with baby facts and then 
That escalated. Because dogs lick their oh, own right, flutes. yeah. And you tried to pull your mickey off yourself with your gums. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. We'll try and find a good... Did you find any other good ones that you liked? Or did you... I like the stuff at the back because oh, it's sort of gives you these explanations. Oh, there's a pigeon you know, the one, though. Ladybug eggs are tiny, helpless blobs. That's fucking sad, man. Ladybug um, mothers lay a group of eggs on a leaf where they can eat nearby aphids. When, what? When they ha- yeah, I don't know what they are. Aphids. <laughs> well, if you're going to get fucking that, if you're going to be fernickety about an aphid or an aphid. You know I mean? uh, um, the newborn ladybugs can snack on each other. They eat each other. And a female ladybug will often lay up to a thousand eggs a year. Good Lord, she doesn't get a break. That's very sad. Uh, the first thing a honeybee does is clean the place he was born. It's the first thing the little chap it does. It can't be that. He can't have that much of a space to clean, though, to be fair. Do you know? Well, judging by the size of him, like, you know He's what I mean? I have thing. a small bedroom and it's, fuck, I could do with a run around now, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parent pigeons hide their young for a month after they hatch. Do they? Oh, we could have asked Pidge the pigeon that. Is Pidge pigeon here, no? No, Pidge pigeon's not here. She's bring the pigeons in. Wouldn't you love if there was a pigeon here tonight? <laughs> well, it just feels so appropriate. Oh my God, if somebody if came pi- in... If there was I a could... pigeon just here. For no reason. I think it would have been better if somebody had to come dressed as a pigeon. Like, we could start a thing. Like, you know, those people dressed as dogs. Oh we my could God. just start as people... Let's ring Holly as... and Phil. Yeah. And you take me on as a pigeon. Right? Oh my and God, I'll just be there in a pigeon that. suit and we'll pretend we're married. And I'll be there, I don't know, I just got carried away one day. I had to walk anyway. But a cigarette I grew up butt. in the city. I like the smell of shite. I eat tr- cigarette butts. <laughs> I got half my leg blown off in an electric cable. I just thought, fuck, I'm going to give this a go full time. Uh, she deals with it most of the time. <laughs> I, I take a shite on the top of the car every day. <laughs> I definitely think you should do that. Be like the weirdest furry ever. Just walk around, oh, you know yourself. Of all the birds in the world, I had to identify as a fucking geek now, but what are you going to do? We're definitely doing that. I can't help it. Definitely doing that. Right, there. that. Anyway, look, we have some of these, these little books. Oh, yeah, we have some of these to give away. Now, we're not sure how to do it. <laughs> That's the problem, but we... Huh? Gushies with... No the, fucking have you, have way, you're joking. these are. No way. They're hard. Like, like, waiting to happen. They're definitely... They're too hard, but we'll, we'll work something out before... before we, we did like, try and figure it out before we came out, and then P- I went, oh, we should, and then PJ went, no, it's grand. I'll just put them in the little bag that he brought his little bag out, and, and then he... Well, that's, they yeah, have we'll, them there. We'll figure something out. Well, like, maybe with the T-shirts, maybe with the next batch of T-shirts sold. Yeah. The next... The first amount. eight of next So the next purchases. eight T-shirts sold, they get a book. How about, is that, is that all? okay? That? Oh, because they've already bought theirs. Oh, you, you can already have bought one them. anyway. You can have one. Just because you're shouting so much. Yeah, just you shout a lot. Afraid otherwise. <laughs> oh, I'm, I have to tell you this because you'll actually really appreciate it. So I, I Insta, I'm on Insta the odd time on Suzanne Dollafem. It's my Insta story. And um, I Insta'd a couple of, you know the way people hear a certain word and it's like, danger, danger, because they've heard the word, but they don't actually listen to what you're saying, but they just instantly associate the word with it being very dangerous. So I was insta a couple of weeks ago that um, up past us, there's a Scientology place up oh, in Tala, yeah, yeah. they've they've, have they've you seen the shit they're aiming see, at again schools? you're attaching now the danger booze to the words and I haven't told you the story yet this is how it oh, escalates no, we, all, like, we, all, we hate it except for tom cruise he's fucking charming yeah so this is <laughs> this is exactly it right so they they keep having these family fun days and they were having a big day with dinosaurs and my pals were going with their kids and stuff so i was like to the scientology to, center 
Again, yeah. So listen to what I'm... See, people escalate quickly, right? No, it's right? just like I, I fell out of the conversation. Oh, sorry. I, yeah. I actually forgot. I didn't realise. Sorry, yeah. No, yeah, I so mean... They, are you back in? Dinosaurs. Scientology kids. Got it. Got it. Good. Right. Um, so they were going to go. So then I, I screenshotted a conversation that I was having on WhatsApp with my mates because I didn't make it. But I think the reasonable thing that when you hear the word Scientology, as you said, is Tom Cruise. So I was like, I presume Tom Cruise was in Tala Cruise around the place with the dinosaurs because that's the natural, you know, thing you would think of if there's going to be Scientology. Tom come to Tala, it'd be a bit of crack for all of us. You might, may or may not get signed up and then you go home, the kids have all had a great day. People did not take that from the conversation. They took from the conversation that my friends were Scientologists <laughs> and that they were trying desperately to brainwash me and my family. I, no, I'm not kidding you, I had like 27 messages on Instagram from people going, please be very careful. Scientologists are very dangerous people and it seems like it all starts with dinosaurs and before you know where you are, you're peeling potatoes in a room. I'm like, oh, okay, right, okay. But they, like, just because you said the word Scientologist, it's like, they, like the, the fear, like, nobody was worried about the Catholic Church. You know, it was all just like, oh, Scientologists, you know, you're going to get brainwashed. You'll be peeling. I don't know where the peeling potatoes. Three people said to buy peeling potatoes in a room. Yeah, I don't what's that understand got to do with? what that is. Surely if you want to get people involved, you fucking in Ireland, you, you give them Krispy Kremes. <laughs> like, that's... I mean, that's, so, that's what you do. Like, if the Scientologists have any fucking sense, they go, oh, I think we've got this. <laughs> We're going to put Garrett Brooks tickets in Krispy Kreme donuts. Bingo. And we've got the dubs and the culchies, and it's going to be a fuck. We got them forever. They, we should cheering tickets, fucking... That's we should we should bring that up to them. But yeah, so the, the fear is there of Scientologists. The people were genuinely afraid. Although I think if the, imagine Scientology up in Tala had a Krispy Kreme drive-through. I know, yeah. That would be it. Like well, that's I'd, the ultimate. I'd be ta- I, I was one of those pricks during the week. I was going. I'm one of them Scientology. Go oh, fuck yourself. And all this. Look at them wankers. Came over two hours for the fucking donut. A fucking donut. The little donuts are half the price. They're much nicer. And then today I went and got Krispy Kreme donuts. Did. So there you go. I'm full of shit. I had them on I'm Sunday. I had a week because we, we were, went into Mario Rosenstock's show on, uh, on Sunday morning because nothing PJ doesn't like doing anything more than promo. Um, so, especially on a Sunday morning. Especially um, on Sunday. Who wants to get up on a Sunday? So, he, yeah, he, he came in and we, we did Mario Rosenstock. So, he was pissed off about Krispy Kremes. And then I went to a birthday party on Sunday afternoon and in strolled someone with two massive big trays of Krispy Kremes. I was absolutely delighted. I was like, yeah. I don't know what the hype is. It could taste like shite, but I'm in on the Krispy Kremes. Yeah. And they were, aren't they good? We're event junkies. That's why we're the biggest bandwagon country in the fuck world it's like something happens i want to be a part of it i don't give a fuck what it is i want to be a part of it Tra- donuts give me a fucking donut a singing cowboy ah! five fucking nights on nothing we're event junkies we fucking are event junkies the all-ireland final give me a fucking ticket the semi-final no fucker goes no, there was no interest because we want to be able to say i was there that's our thing. See, I was saying, I was fucking there. I was a part of history. I remember the day they opened the Dunkin' Donuts. You are all blow-ins. Exactly. Like, we want to be a part of history. It's like we think everything's a historic. We're a total event junkie, so we don't give a fuck about the build-up or the hard walk. Or, you know, remember Annalise Murphy got into the Olympic sailing? <laughs> and every one of us, come on, you fuck! Do we, whatever you're doing, do it the way you're doing it. <laughs> fucking... The Irish hockey was another thing. That was How good. many of us ever seen the hockey match? I was sitting there crying, <laughs> fucking crying when they won. I was there, good fucking fair play. This is amazing. This Googling is fucking the amazing. Rules. What's going on? I don't fucking know. 
hadn't a clue. Just because we, we love getting But we become experts in it, though. That's my favourite part. Yeah. Although that we get on the bandwagon, we all then become connoisseurs of it, and we know it's because that was with the, the <laughs> hockey. dispose of you. you have so clue. fast after. It's like you, Irish you hockey, who's going to a game since? Oh, no, we, uh, Nobody we, even went to a game then. Into the World Cup again, or we go. The girls, they were like that. I was in Portugal, and we were by the pool, and all of a sudden, what well, you know, it was a, a quiet pool. The next day was that every single person on a sun lounger knew exactly what it was all about. Oh, yeah. And I was going to Penos, and then I went to certain, someone was like, no, no, I think you'll find that the Penos means something. It's like everybody had an opinion on hockey. The next day, it was like, anyway, back to normal. We'll jump on the next bandwagon, be a Conor McGregor, or whoever it is <laughs> comes along. <laughs> I have a question about that as well. Right? Conor McGregor, you might be able to answer this, because you know the way you're into the gym. Um... I don't know. Um, but right, so obviously there was that like shit box thing that happened over whatever it was the it other was night. Great. I, it was, it yeah, was. see, that's your thing. And they all just. I love watching shit go wrong. <laughs> I just. I love watching ropes unravel. Do you know what I mean? It's like this. We're again Irish people waking up at five o'clock in the morning. Come on, come on. <laughs> he gets the shite bed out of him. And then everyone in the ring starts, outside the ring starts kicking the bollocks out of each other. And we're like, ah, oh, that wasn't for to vote. I didn't wake up for this shit. Like, like that was nothing to do with it. It was, I love watching unraveling shit like well, that. Well, it unraveled. But my question is, is that, so he, he went and did whatever he did. And he's suspended for a month, right? <laughs> How can, Conor McGregor's suspended. Oh, How can he get month? suspended from what? Like, he's not doing anything for the next month. of cruising around crumbling in his fucking Hummer. Like, he's not, do you know what I mean? He's not actually taking part in the sport. And they take it like it's a really yeah. fucking serious thing. It's like... How can you get suspended from something you're not attending or doing at the time? And it's like It's like when you get caught driving with no license and they ban <laughs> you from driving. The Another way to do that, a two-year ban. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> That's fucking showed me. I'm, I'll stay off the road for at least a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, I'll hit it up again, or maybe not. Yeah, I just don't understand it. Like, yeah. I, I love a good bandwagon. I just hate Conor McGregor. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I'm not... A, I'm not a fan, but then you have to admire what oh, he's done. Oh, don't give me... I hate this He's not shit. even a good fighter. Like, he's not... Yeah, he's not a good fighter. Tell you what, why don't we give him a call and get you and him in the octagon next week and see right. how good of a fucking fighter he is. I, I, okay, <laughs> just to plead me case, right? We've seen him do six fights on telly. He's lost three of them. <laughs> right? And he lost two of them. He wasn't even in the show, but he's obviously just this brilliant salesman. Like, he just makes people... He's bigger than the sport he's in, which is amazing. Mm. Like, so fair play to him. Yeah. But I don't like I don't him. like him though. I like I wouldn't want to hang out with him or anything. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're some buzzer parties, you dodgy cunt, but you know, whatever you <laughs> You know what I mean? I just he, like you know what I mean? But then he like he doesn't even know who the fuck I am, so it didn't really yeah, make I, a difference. I don't think he gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? So I think he wants to be your friend and maybe you don't want to be his friend. Or maybe he does want to be your friend. I'm pretty sure. Although he I would actually pay to see you in an octagon with him. Just to see how it all worked out. <laughs> It'd be just like, it'd be like getting attacked by a really strong chihuahua. You know? Like he's, he'd be pulling the veins out of my neck and... It'd be like trying to beat him off and he'd be like wiggling his little tail and, it'd be, and he'd kill yeah. me slowly. It'd be yes. horrendous. I'd enjoy every moment of it. <laughs> do I mean, it, do oh, it, do it. I want it. to ask you as well, yes. because uh, the new Dubs jersey came out <gasps> today. Yes. No, I don't know Why if anyone's done GA, but we always talk about Dublin GA. I had someone actually to talk to you about that. What do you think Dublin. of the New Jersey? See, now, I, firstly, can I just say, I've never seen so many animated about a jersey in my life. I like oh. it. You do don't you? like it, do you? No. You don't it's like it. It's the fucking same as the last so can, two. So can I... Except <laughs> it's, they went black collar, white collar, blue collar. That's yes. it. And then everybody's losing their mind. It's the best one, yeah. Well, now, see, this is... It's the best one, yeah. 
and talk about the notions. What they've seen the, the drive ads. for five. Yeah, the, but yeah, home jersey. Have you seen the ad? The new Dublin home jersey. For we Parnell haven't had an away jersey in forty fucking years. It's not fucking soccer. There is no away jersey. It's not the home jersey. It's the fucking jersey. We played three games last year in the championship. Dublin Longford, Dublin Wicklow, Dublin Leash, where all 30 players were wearing blue. There's no such thing as an away fucking jersey. And technically, if Crow Park is neutral, we haven't played a home game since 2008. Yeah, we don't, we don't so go there. So what the there fuck either. is a home jersey all about? It's people are very, like, for a jersey, I, like, that's the thing you're talking about. Like, like, people I know get very excited about soccer jerseys and whatnot. But, like, Twitter today was just full of people. Everybody, of course, now is a fucking designer. Oh, I don't know about the blue going into the navy. <laughs> and I don't like the sleeve. I don't like the collar. It's like, but you're going to the fucking jersey or not, where? I love don't that like it. It's lads that normally just wear tracksuits and vest tops <laughs> and nothing else. And they, no, they, they fucked up the stripe. You know what I mean? The watermark is all wrong. They're the what same they people who walk in. Is, you know they go into O'Neill's and go, 40 quid for a child's one? Fuck off. And then they're like, the kid, they see an adult's version and they go, well, it cost me like 85 for an adult's version. So you see them trying to squeeze themselves into a 14 to 15 year old. It's up here. It's grand, grand, it'll fit. It'll and see, fit. there's a player fit now. So you can buy a player fit jersey for a an extra fit. fiver. For an extra fiver. So if you think in you fairness, I'm into that though because it, I, that's notions again. Though. Yeah, I, that's, that's me all over. It's the same way as my Dublin jersey that I wear. I wear it again. I do wear it twelve to thirteen year olds because you know, and with no disrespect, right? But you know when you see people and they they wear like jerseys, but they wear like their older brother's jersey or an extra large jersey, and it's billowing, and they have it tucked into the jeans, and like you can wear it as a slim fit top, and you know. Look feminine going up to Crow Park as you go about your business. That's what I would do. That I buy the thing. So I'm all into the slim fit jersey. I have I to say, there's just there's lads wearing jerseys grand, and then there's lads getting dressed as if they're going to play. Because they feel. That's all. That's the only thing I have about. It. It's like those full kit wankers. Do you know what I mean? You know when you're you know when you're in a pub watching a match and everybody's wearing jerseys or colours and you know problem. And then some lads are in but he's got the socks and shorts on, and you're like. <laughs> what the fuck were and you thinking? he's not a child. He's a fully You're not even man. at the match. You're not even like, like, if 20 people on the pitch get shot, you still can't play. <laughs> You're fucking 30 miles away drinking pints in a slim fit jersey wearing socks and shorts. I'm, and I'm your name's John Terry. Like it's Just waiting it's, for the call. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's metal. I'm, 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 everyone knows I've moved out to this outside. And I went out to Dalky. Yes, and, yes and they watch rugby over there, right? And, He'll be and into rugby night, like by the way, he's starting with this, but give us. Oh, would you give over? Now you're a soccer thug, you'd be a rugby. What are they called? I just drove, I drove past, or I rode past them, the RDS on the way in, and Leinster have a game tonight, obviously. Saw that, yep. And I'm watching Leinster fans go in as opposed to fans from soccer. It's a different universe. Like picnic baskets and cutlery. Your future. You know what I mean? They're allowed to have tops on bottles. You know what the I mean? Peter's you can bring your point into fucking the place and watch the match. Into the place. You can bring it into the place because you don't fully know the name of it. You're just like into it's the place in the where they play. But you know like you go to Crow Park and have a bottle of water and they just hand and you're like, can I have the top? No. no. They don't trust you with a plastic bottle of water. Like, or you can see them in there. They're like, they're bringing in fucking Prosecco <laughs> and shit. They had, they sell <laughs> Prosecco at rugby. They do they not. They sell Prosecco and they sell Rosé at rugby. Do I they? went with Joey. Oh, it's, oh, it's fabulous. Oh, it's lovely. It's real. And the, there's a Porsche. Oh, 
Apple, there's where's that, the hate? What's the point in sports? No, like, the whole it's point lovely. of sport is you get to go there and fucking hate some cunt you have nothing against. That's the whole point. See, this is the soccer. The, the whole point of sport is that you, dis, you get to absolutely catharticize fucking things you would never say. And you get to be so childish. You get to stand in Hill 16, look at someone, meh, you sheep shagging fucking mulchy, onion licking, fuck the bed. You fucking live outdoors, you can't. And then it's, and it's totally acceptable. And then you walk out and you're all, that was great crack, have a bit of laugh. We Point. all feel a little better. Rugby, this fucking, oh, and clapping the other team for a good effort. Fuck off, you cunt. The whole point is to guitar. Like, I remember we seeing this amazing documentary with this kid in England, and he, was, he, he got into supporting Sheffield United, and he had Tourette's, right? And the reason he loved supporting Sheffield United was because 90 minutes every Sunday, oh. he was just like everybody else. So, so he could stand there in a match and go, fuck, bollocks. Oh, cunt! And everyone's like, I know, man. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I know how you feel. You're young. You've quite a tongue yeah, on you, but it's that okay. That was a load of bollocks. And you go, fucking shit bastard. Fuck arse, cunt bollocks. And, and then he'd walk out, and then people would say, he's a bit upset. Like, you know. Because <laughs> he was back in the real world, and it didn't, you know. But that, and that's what, I, I love that about sports. You get the fucking, the abuse. The fucking abuse. You are fucking... There's a goalkeeper, you're like, your little one's a fucking Mickey sucking fucking bastard. And then he, he comes up afterwards and goes, yeah, do you want to go for a point? Yeah, fuck it, yeah, we'll have it. <laughs> I think you're hanging horrible, around soccer amazing. too much. Like you've, ah. you've gone to the soccer dark side now, I think. Well, because now it, that you're a mad bow's head no, well, and that you're a thug. Um, he's a thug. He's a total thug now. He keeps putting up. He's like, have you got your bow's tattoo yet? No, no. On your heart? No. Where, I, you're, where you sh it should say... Dublin, but now you've changed to Bose, so no, I, no. because you're a thug. Well, well, I'm not getting it just for like I'm getting because there's a young lad called that they were calling the Ginger Mourinho, and he he died, and he was a, one of the biggest uh, football fans in Ireland, and he wanted to leave money to our ladies' hospital for children. So I thought if I get Bose fans to give me money, oh, I'd give it to the hospital. So it's actually for charity. I'm not just getting it to be a fucking football hooligan. But also, but at the same time, at the day, I'm gonna go fuck you, you fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's for, yeah, Oren Tully is his name. That's it, yeah. Oren, yeah. yeah. So he's a big, he was a, he was a brilliant young lad. Brilliant but also PJ will take his top off on whatever the, what's it called in uh, Daily Man Park, is it? In Daily Man Park, Is yeah. that what Bose is? Yeah. He'll take, take his, his top, top off, off and be all like, I am Bose with your tattoo now. Yeah, even be, though I get the tattoo on my knee. <laughs> Are you getting it on your knee? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> what do you think of that tattoo? In front of the Evening Herald next week, <laughs> PJ with his cacks down, just with his knee up in the air. It's like, what are you doing? That'd be even more inappropriate. Show me the new tattoo, just open your cacks, pull them down, and then right, it's just fucking... <laughs> just there. Just, uh, just actually there. Yeah, sorry, just I was just needed a bit of air. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit sweaty. <laughs> Woo, the heat. Fucking October, eh? <laughs> so seasonably warm. I think your uh, I think your lack of um, <laughs> your lack of having any patience with people has horribly started to rub off after three years. Do you know that? What, how do you mean? Oh, why? What you know, I'm quite good in terms of having patience with people and not losing my head. Whereas if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that PJ just has none whatsoever. But I think it's starting to rub off on me that I might my, my tolerance level has hit this. But see, the problem is is that I don't think things through sometimes, or I probably don't look for the answer for something where I should. So. A couple of weeks 
ago I was doing radio and uh, I was on a show and I was on with another person on the show. And actually it was Mario Rosenstock's show. And the person sat down and we had to, same, we were doing the roast like you. And we sat down and, and this guy was sitting here or whatever. And then Mario ended up doing a voice or two. And the guy across to me completely lost it, like completely lost it. Like had to wheel his chair back and was like laughing so like hysterically. I'm no disrespect to Mario, but it was like, it wasn't that fucking funny. Like, do you know what I mean? It was just, he did Vincent Brown. Do you know what I mean? It was like, okay, it's one of Mario's voices. But this guy is like nearly is going into cardiac arrest. He's like, this went on for about four minutes. I'm like, this is my turn to have my go at the roast and you are taking up all of my term. Anyway, he continued to do it and that was fine. And we got through the 10 minutes of the show and we walked out and I was like, right, Grant. So then the producer of the show rang me during the week and we were chatting away about it. And I was like, oh yeah, I said, just your mom was a bit of a fucking nightmare. Like he absolutely lost his shit. And he was very, you know, nice about it. And he was like, yeah, I know. He goes, oh, he just gets a bit like that, whatever. Anyway, fast forward two weeks, I'm in with Mario. And of course I was like, yeah, it was all well and good till your mom was in. Like he's a fuck. He goes, oh, I know. It's just it's unfortunate because he has Tourette's. I was like, oh, you are fucking kidding me. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. But you got away with it, right? No, I totally didn't get away with it because I looked at him. This is the problem. Like I looked at him was like while he was in the middle of it, I just literally was like, oh, as he nearly finished, he didn't. And then because like the producer was so nice about it, he was so like he didn't mention it at all. Went in, just went to Mario. I was like, he was a fucking head wreck and Mario was like yeah just with the Tourette's he kind of hired when his tickets off I was like I am a dickhead I am an absolute dickhead I've walked myself well, there's no going back from that but you're not a dickhead they but put a fellow with Tourette's on the fucking radio but apparently <laughs> and didn't tell anyone apparently he has his like surely you fire a warning shot listen anything could happen he's got fucking Tourette's and then everybody goes, grand, if he loses his shit, we shut the fuck up and we pretend it's normal. See, this is why... Like you, don't fuck, you don't just put him out there and he loses his mind and everyone goes, we don't know what the fuck's going on now. See, this is why you like rationalise things. Like you fire a warning. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel bad about it, but I literally was like, I'm probably behind, because I thought I'd just become the most intolerant person ever. I was like, he's, but he was. And he was very annoying. Tourette's or not, it was like, come on, wrap up the laugh and can we get on with what we're doing? But yeah, I think yeah, my level of... you don't know... <laughs> Like, if, honestly, like if someone just walks up and goes, fuck, you don't just suddenly, maybe he has Tourette's, you go, fuck right off, you wanker, fuck you too. <laughs> fuck yourself. If someone goes, he has Tourette's, well, I didn't fucking know, did I? I, honestly, like, I honestly felt like a total dickhead, though. I was like, I'm, I thought that maybe my level of being in any way, you know, I, it was like somebody had a lollipop and gave it to my kids, so I instantly thought he was a paedophile. He wasn't. Like, he was no more a paedophile. It's just your mind wanders quite quickly. You're just like, oh, lollipop, paedophile. Not just a nice person with a lollipop. Isn't that fucking terrible? A man, do something nice, paedophile. That's seriously risky shit in this day and age. Well, just words the wise, don't give kids lollies. Their parents will. Well, who the fuck are you going to give lollies to? <laughs> what kind I don't of mean just here? walking around. You'll have better luck with these than I will. <laughs> Nobody trusts me anymore. <laughs> it's fair enough, though. No, just... <laughs> I'm giving lollies to animals and shit. I, don't <laughs> I just have a surplus of lollies and I don't know what to do with them. Who carries lollies around in their pockets, though? Well, Actually, I don't, don't answer that. You <laughs> BJ's like, hang on, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Take them out. Well, you never end, know when you end up with a lolly. Do you know what I mean? What? That's another thing. You never know when you would end up with a lolly. I got a gift hamper the other day. Ooh. Um, and I had in it a little box of chocolates, a bottle of Prosecco, and come to think of it, a big lolly. And now I'm stuck with a fucking... Now I'm all paranoid about the fucking thing. 
<laughs> if you see a man in Jewelry tomorrow, no, I'm afraid even in the house. Someone's going to come visit and go, he's a fucking pedo, look. Not even a little He's going to go out later and I'll start trying to get young and slick. That the fucking dirty prick. And all I am is a man who never wanted a lolly in the first place. Did you get the lolly for winning your PPI award? Or IMRA award? Yeah, they gave now? us a little hamper. Isn't yeah. that good? PJ is right, so can I just so PJ myself again as I was saying we did Mario on Sunday morning and Mario won in Imro and so did PJ but Mario gets radio and he gets like also like that how hard it is to win them so myself and PJ are sitting waiting to go on and I was like congratulations like it's huge and he goes oh yeah and I was like no like you you understand people like work in radio their entire lives and they strive to win an Imro award and your reply to it was it's just a little piece of wood I mean it's no big deal no I didn't mean that. What I was saying was, it's just, you know, in the grand scheme of things... For people who have worked their whole lives no, in radio... No, it's lovely to whole win Whole lives! It's lovely to win it. Uh, lovely to win it. It is. It's fucking and lovely it's to win it. And it's technically the Ian Dempsey Awards that you won, because Ian just wins it. If you listen to Day FM, Ian Dempsey just wins it year after year after year after year after year. Sometimes somebody else gets a go and they go back to Ian to Ian to Ian to Ian. And now they've won it two years in a row, no, which is a big achievement. It's fucking lovely to win it. It is. We're delighted to win it. I'm just saying. Backpacking. It's, ma it's made of wood. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I was surprised that it was made of wood. I was like, oh, oh, it's made of wood. You know what I mean? What did I you want it to be made of? I don't know, fucking bronze or gold or some shit. <laughs> it's the you know Irish like, Radio Ooh. Awards. Huh? It's the Irish Radio Awards. You're never getting that in bronze off them or well, gold. I'm lolly off somebody else, but now come to think of it, it's probably just some dirty elf that's trying to ride me. That's like a horror movie, and the lollies turn up, and then you're fucking in your bed. Some, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Stop him, 43. We don't give a fuck what you are. Put on your pigeon suit. <laughs> I love riding old pigeons. Where does your brain go? Like, where does, like, I honestly sometimes. I, see, I, have, I just haven't been able to let go of the pigeon thing. I, you're formulating a plan. Like somewhere I feel in my future, BJ's going to rock into head stuff and be like, what's crack? And I'm going to have to pretend like it's normal. I'll just sit there going, ah, okay. We're doing chewing this. on cigar butts. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this today then, I guess. <laughs> um, I have to say a hi because we're recording it to Sophie and Ushin, who are two people who are currently in a camper van in uh, New Zealand. And they've been listening to us driving around all the way around New Zealand. Um, so th they were like, can you please say hello at the live show? So I said, if I remember, but I wrote it down in red pen, so I did. I do remember. So thank you and thank you to them for getting in touch. But they're flying around. In an, they'd like, I'd love that. Do you know, like, do you remember when you had, well, some of you probably don't, um, but like when you had nothing, to, well, actually just your life, when you had nothing else to worry about except yourself. And you could just drive around a camper van. And I just used to love traveling like that. Now I'd rather, Jesus, I'd rather. What? Suck silage into myself through my flute. <laughs> like, I used to love all that, you know? Like, I think there is an age, though, isn't there? Like, you're young, and you, you think, I want to go and see the world, and you don't care how rough it is, and you don't, you get the shits, and you, you oh, it's all party experience, and, you know, and you fucking eat new food, you meet people, and you're friendly, and all that shit. Like, the doorbell in my house rang yesterday, and I fucked an egg out the window with a temper. <laughs> You know what I mean? You get to a stage where all I want, I never See, thought I it was going to be me, but I want holiday now to be as close to prison in the sun as possible. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to be like I'm sentenced, like Nelson Mandela's jail. That's what I want. To be like. You're not allowed to talk to anyone. It's sunny all the time. They bring you three square meals a day. You know what I mean? There's a fucking gym. 
and you know you're just left there for 30 years <laughs> I mean, if you could, you could take a package a over now. to Peru you might get sorted out with something very similar yeah it's different though it's not the same Is luxury it, it has Is to be it? luxurious you know what I mean that's why the older I get the more I start looking at cruise ships I'm thinking it's just full of pensioners and me I'd love that and lollipops I'd love pensioners me lollipops and pigeons that's it have uh, you gone on a cruise before? Because no. you're in the market for a holiday, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah, yeah, I'd, think I'd love to go on a cruise. I'd love, I'd, oh, that would have been, like, two years ago, I would have said that's the worst holiday in the history of the world. I hate the fucking thought of it. I mean, the one fucking place with all these people. Now, I just, that's all I want to do. I'd love, if I could get into a, if I could go on a cruise on a fucking raft, I'd do it now. I mean, I don't think on a raft is really considered cruising. I, I think that's just out at sea. Do you know, I don't... Well, as long as there's three square know, meals a day delivered. I don't know. In terms of luxury, I don't know where you'd be going with a raft. Oh. Actually, did anybody hear the last episode of um, of Dublin where PJ has... He's he's now... You're officially allowed to be in charge of a powerboat. I am. Yeah, I got except, my powerboat license, yeah. yeah I got, except you... The day you... Did, you, did we hear this? <laughs> the day he got it... The day he got his powerboat license... <laughs> On land. I got, yeah. On land. I don't know if I heard, I got, I got, we got the powerboat license and we had to do a di- like a day of navigation, you know. Navigation. You, so you had to do your day of navigation. So you're doing it and you're learning the charts and where to go and speeds and knots by fucking all that shit. And you, you know, how to use your compass and square and all that. And I was doing all of that and then we went off to get lunch, went into the pub and I got lost in the jacks and couldn't find my way back to the pub. <laughs> Ended up in the house of the people. What, what are you saying? Do, you do want we to want s- to drink? Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were asking us to stop while you went for a drink. I <laughs> thought you were essentially hitting pause on the podcast. <laughs> you know, you were essentially going, hold on a minute. <laughs> we have to go for the piss and a drink. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I got powerboat lights and all, all that shit and all that. But and I, then he like, got lost on land by the... Or- have they taken... So my question was, sorry, to follow up on that was, have they taken that back? No. Has anybody like no. questioned it? The they fact that the aura now they can't take it back, BJ. Don't be so silly. Well, it wasn't the Ornolite that gave me the uh, the powerboat license. Right. I had to a separate call. No, I know, them. but do the Ornolite still feel confident with you? The fact that they I had never to felt confident you. with me in the first place. I'd say they're fucking sorry they're stuck with me. To be honest with you. Like I'm, I, I'm, at least I turn up for shit. But yeah, I'm hardly, well, I'm not the, the most time. qualified volunteer on the crew. Well, you turn up for some things when you manage to charge the phone thing. Remember, there was a proper rescue that you missed the whole thing because you forgot your phone. Or did you leave at work? What did I do? I can't even. Oh, I left my page from work, yeah, and I came in and it was ringing up for a fucking days. <laughs> Rang all weekend. You wouldn't want to be stuck, would you? <laughs> do you know, like, if you, were going to ha- if you were going out to see, and God forbid you had an emergency, you would ring the RNLI around O'Leary and go, just by any chance, is PJ Gallagher on this weekend? And then you'd be like, do you know what, I'm all right. I'll wait till the following weekend comes around. <laughs> I'm all right for taking my chances, because let's face it, he may not. Actually, he won't. Well, it depends. Well. You may turn up. I know I do. I try to turn up to most shouts if I can. We all try. Sorry, not can we just it? take? Uh, I I try to turn up to. You know, tell that to the person who's in the fucking sea. No, I'm sorry. I try crew. and turn up to most things. No, but there will always be crew. It will always be a crew that will turn up. There's always a surplus of crew. There's a lot, and most of us we don't make it because people make it before you and get out. Thank and, God. And then there's a, but there's always going to be a response team there. Always. You will never be stuck. Never be stuck. I will say by the way, uh, uh, just to get serious for a minute, if with mental health day and all that there. When was that? Wednesday? Fucking yesterday? Yes. Yep. It doesn't matter. Uh, but it, having joined the RNLI, we only had one thing I can't really talk about. But we had one day in the RNLI that absolutely fucked me up with what we turned up to deal with, right? Uh, and 
obviously can't go into it or anything, but um, it, was, it was not nice, right? And I will say, uh, just to reiterate what everyone else is talking about, it left me absolutely fucked having been through that when we, went, when we left. And I got lucky uh, when we went, because the next day we were all in Crow Park. We were in Crow Park um, at the Arnoloy where doing this big thing with the GAA, which was fucking amazing. And we got to stand on Crow Park when the National Anthem was playing. And if you're an old dirty old rebel bastard like me, that's quite the moment. <laughs> uh, so we're standing there looking at the fucking tricolor waving and all that shit, and it was amazing. Uh, and I got lucky that that happened within the week of the, the shout that we got, because we got there and uh, someone asked me, how are you getting on? I says, I am, be honest with you, I am fucking freaking out, man. I'm in a bad, bad way. And I was in a bad way for about 10 days. And uh, thankfully, if I hadn't have been for meeting those volunteers on that day and hearing all those volunteers say the exact same shit back to me, and honestly, it dissolved. I know it sounds mad, but it fucking dissolved. It was gone. Like, it was gone. Overnight, I was getting back to myself. Within a week, I was 100% again. But just to say it, Fucking, the last thing I wanted to do was talk to anyone. If I wasn't in that position, I wouldn't have talked to anyone. If I wasn't back to the fucking wall, it was obvious something was wrong with me, I wouldn't say anything. And just from having that experience, it made shit a lot better. So please, please say shit. It's not worth it. It's fucking not worth it. It is not fucking worth it. And I'll tell you one thing, from being on that crew, the amount of suicides that happens just in a small area alone, it would it scare the fuck out of people. And it's just not worth it. It really fucking isn't. So if you just, if anything's even remotely doing your head in, if I'm doing your head in, <laughs> and do I do I, most people's fucking heads in. Yeah, send me spiders yeah, and tell me how to call her a cunt. <laughs> Make it feel better. In fairness, the one thing that we've, uh, you know, we've we've learned a lot with doing this podcast, and because uh, obviously the day that was in it uh, during the week, we got a couple of emails about it. But we get to the Dublin podcast email once a week at least. We get an email from someone who are very open, and we don't read them on the podcast because they're really personal stories that people will send us in and, and tell us where they're at in their worlds or what they're at or mentally where they're at or what they've been struggling with and how they're doing. But they, they'll say they listen to the podcast and it makes them laugh. And, you know, somebody had said that they'd moved away, they were very lonely, but they'd listened every morning walking into the new job. And, it you know, it, it broke. And, you know, if something stupid like listen to a podcast, not necessarily even us, but just that, that, that gives you a relief for just telling somebody something. Just do it like it's, you know, like everybody, nobody is alone in it. Nobody is perfect. Nobody has the perfect scenario. And I know sometimes, especially when we talk about social media and the fucking idiots on there who put up that they have perfect oh, lives. Yeah. Mental and, Health Day was like, one of those as well, where all you get some people saying, lunatics. talk to someone, it's great. And then the exact same people 24 hours later, fuck you, dickhead. So I was like, <laughs> you know, there's a balance with that as well and who you trust and who you talk to, you know. But, but it do, is. like, but that is it. Nobody has and no one's alone. Do you know what I mean? Which is the great thing is that, you know, not one of us, somebody has, everybody has a bag. I always say everybody has a bag of Mickey's. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody <laughs> has some shit going on. You may not just not see it. It may not be very visible, you know, but everybody does have. But sometimes like him coming in and fucking shouting at me and me shouting at him and that's, <laughs> that's our, our way of, of kind of doing whatever we do but it does help so please also do with do lads it. too I know we don't like talking to each other and we actually don't fucking have to there's, there's something I learned this year which is good is lads we just don't like talking face to face and it probably won't ever work for us but we do like talking shoulder to shoulder so do something <laughs> not sit down how are you that's never going to work for us let's go play fucking pool and talk, or let's go fucking, you know, watch a match and talk, or like, obviously not go to the cinema because you just wreck it and everybody else. Uh, but, you know what I mean? We do, well, we do a lot better shoulder to shoulder, so do, do something, you know, 
not just uh, like I, I I've gone to counselling and all, and it was such a waste of time for me because I was sitting there just fucking talking to someone. And like, how do you feel? I'm in a bad fucking mood, being honest with you. You know, and then you get to that stage where they go, oh, "Do you feel any better now?" No, actually, I'm fucking worse. I'm thinking about it now. But if I, if I had just gone out with a mate and done some shit and spent time with them and let it sort of naturally come around, say, "Man, I'm in a fucking awful state," it probably would have helped me a lot more. But anyway, that's still here no, now. But then don't listen, don't I say, because I'm a fucking dickhead. So it doesn't, doesn't matter. And that crazy. is fact and very, very true. <laughs> Definitely very, very true. And uh, we said that we'd uh, say if anybody had any questions, they didn't know a lot about mental health because we're not qualified. Um, <laughs> but if anybody had any questions that you want to ask And we're on the hour. We better start to wrap this up soon, by the way. Well, well, yeah, we probably won't finish on the low of mental health, I'd say. We might try and pick her up just before we drop her down. What do you think? Yeah, that's probably yeah, not, a bad, not idea, a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know. You're the, <laughs> you're the comedian. Does anybody have any questions they want to ask us this evening? No or yes? No. Good. <laughs> no, at this stage, you're just like, would you just shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up and go? Talk, yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> Stop talking. Uh, I will say one other thing, by the way. One thing I am absolutely pissed off about, oh, and I want to get off my chest. The Cure are coming to Dublin, and I fucking love The Cure. Right, I loved it. I was so looking for... We need to stop and do announcements about fucking announcements. It has to fucking stop. It totally distracted me, and now I don't have a fucking ticket. You know this thing? You know this thing where they go, The Cure are coming to Dublin. An announcement coming soon. Just fucking tell us now. You're going to sell the tickets. You know that way? And then you're fucking looking and waiting and thinking, and where's it going to be? And then, announcement. Brilliant. Where is it on? Malahoy Castle. When? Ooh. <laughs> this, is, this actually have a weird uh, details to be released early next week. What the fuck is the point? I'm ready now. Put them on fucking sale. And then it was like, okay, the, four, the third one, The Cure, Malahide Castle. Tickets on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Thursday, I remembered. Oh, fuck, I get it fucking gone. <laughs> After three days. It's so It's gone. They're fucking ah, gone. You'll get, get the tell them that you're a, a wooden award winner. They don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it in. Put it up. And be like... <laughs> Yeah, Robert Smith, do you know who I am? I am a male pigeon in a fucking... <laughs> I'm a pigeon with a lollipop and a wooden award, and I'm ready to do anything you need. <laughs> perfect, absolutely perfect. Uh, yeah, but fuck that announcement's about announcements. When did that ever start? That was never a thing. It was I like... think Garth Brooks did that, and he wrecked it for everybody because they made so many announcements about it. Yeah, <laughs> then, maybe, he, yeah. then the last announcement was, no, it's not coming. <laughs> Everybody in the country was up the fucking walls. You being Everybody from England, you've no fucking idea what happened to the country. No. I swear Do you to know God, what we're talking we have about? had troubles no. in Ireland. I mean, we have had troubles. We have had our fair share of shit in this country, right? From recessions to famines to fucking you lot as well, being honest with you. And then we've had a lot of shit. A lot of shit, right? And then each other blowing the arses off each other. And I have never seen torment, drama, and families torn apart like a fucking cowboy coming to Fairview. I have never seen it. It was the maddest fucking insane drama. Like, first of all, it, it just showed how little Dublin people know about the rest of the country because yeah. they're like, he's never, never going to sell a ticket. <laughs> Five fucking nights, unlicensed, sold, every fucking bugger with a cowboy hat. every night. So like the biggest, the biggest, just to give you, if you, you know, so the yeah. biggest stadium, 80,000 people, five nights, completely sold out. Whereas a week before that one, they said, genuinely, everyone in Dublin went, that won't sell. He hasn't a fucking chance. They'd be giving yeah. them away for free. Five nights gone, sold. Take it from the there. The Lord Mayor of Dublin, Councillor Christy Bourke, says, I know what we do. We'll talk to Obama. 
right? He contacts the fucking president, the Oval Office. Is there anything you can do about this? Right? Funny enough, Obama gets us, they get a statement back from the president saying he's a bit full, he's kind of in the middle of something. So he didn't get involved. So then the Mexican fucking ambassador to Ireland goes, I will do my best to help. Now, the Mexican, he's trying to get the Mexican president to talk to Gar Brooks to see if we can set something. To go, can somebody please think of the culties? <laughs> Uh, the next sandwiches are already made. They've their sandwiches buttered and ready to yeah. go on the trip. And it was this poor fucker in Fairview who bought 15,000 pink cowboy hats. The son took a picture of them, put them on the front page and said, they are ruining the, uh, the cottage industries of Ireland. <laughs> He's a hell am I going to sell these things now? Funny enough, at the Ed Sheeran gig, everyone was in a pink fucking cowboy hat. Huh? Everybody was in a pink fucking cowboy. Oh, so he didn't exactly lose out too long, this sneaky bastard. Uh, and they have the Mexican ambassador. They're trying to get a Mexican president involved. Soon enough, the council shut it down. They say you can have three nights. Was it two nights or three nights or nothing? Three nights. Gar says it's five nights or nothing. Then he actually said to take away, to, to not do all five <laughs> nights would be like asking me to kill or choose between three of my children. Choose them, guys. It's guards. a fucking gig. <laughs> it's a gig. Like, it was just the most humble. And still, now, how many years later? Three years Too later? Too long, anyway. It still, still rumbles on. All the time. And I remember fighting with a friend of mine going, you can't bully a city into putting a fucking cowboy on a stage. And they're going, it's only for a couple of nights, you fucking Crow Park resident bollocks. I'm not even a Crow Park resident. Like, it, just, it was madness. And it's it still was... rolling on, though. And every time something's about to be announced, everybody else get that. Every time they talk about something coming, you can just see all the cabbage heads sitting there waiting to see if it's yeah. going to be Garth. They're like, come on, Garth. Like, no, the, the law was changed that you have to pre-apply for your license. Usually you just applied for the license. They call it the Garth license now. Yeah, it's... <laughs> So you have to pre-apply for the lights because this, because of these gigs, it was unbelievable. It was civil war. It was the Cold War of Ireland. Not a shot was fired, but hostilities will remain for generations to come. Unbelievable. And everybody Only Ed knows. Sheeran could save us. Yeah, I was saying everybody knows when they wear those pink hats. We all know. We all know the blue. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, it hurts us. There's a part of our soul in each hat. Well, no, it doesn't hurt us. It hurts. Cultures, yeah, mostly. <laughs> we're such fucking, sn we're such snooty fuckers, the dubs, I swear to God. Well, like, if she goes past the M50, an ankle brace that goes off. True. Like, it's <laughs> True. <laughs> I can go to Clugger in our club because it's not too far away, and that's just basically, it's like pigeons, that's just where we migrate for the summer. I can get to there and back with anything beyond there. Like, Cork. No, I actually nearly had to go to Donegal, right? This is no word of a lie. For work a couple of weeks ago, I had a call saying, we might need to go up and film something in Donegal. I honestly, I swear to God, the palpitations. Like, I actually was telling Joe, you probably have to take the day off work to come with me. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. It's three and a half hours away. On my own in a car, all the way up, and then... Tony Gall, and then having to come back, I was like to Joey, going, I'll tell you, if this goes ahead, I'll, you'll definitely have to take the day off work. And strangely, he kind of almost agreed. Now, he obviously wouldn't, he'd go, come the day, he'd be like, well, you, to go. you need to go slow on your You'll own. have to take the day off work. I'm going to a foreign land. Yeah. I mean, what type of vaccinations do you even get for Donegal? I don't even know how that works. It's fucking terrible, isn't it? Shut up, PJ. You go to soccer games. You're a thug. You're basically English now. <laughs> That's terrible. Why that's an insult now? Yeah, 
Welcome to Ireland, home of the fucking begrudgers. That's all. <laughs> That's what we are. Oh, because I was over with them. Um, I it's was the over. way we think we have. A, sorry, I just was okay. We think we have a rivalry with the English. I love that. <laughs> and the thing is, England playing, we're like, ah, oh, fuck you. I hope you lose your bars. fucking. And then we play, and they're like, come on, Ireland, fucking. We're not. We don't have a rivalry. We're just really shit friends. We're really no, we're shit friends. friends. That's all it is. Like they, they're literally trying to support us all the time. They're doing everything they can to stay with us in Europe now. And we're like, nah, no, no, you made your fucking decision. <laughs> fucking, you know what they're doing now? We don't need you anymore. Mrs. Europe is looking after us now. <laughs> The begrudgery is, I only found out how, like, obviously I know we're begrudgers, but you know when you obviously go to a foreign country, we go to the UK, but you realise how much we begrudge, but we just think it's banter. So I was over, I did Chris Moyle's show, I was over with him, and Dom, who's on the show with Christopher, is a mad U2 fan. And he was genuinely, like, no word of a lie, he was genuinely devastated that Bono lost his voice. I was like, it was a fucking national holiday here, we were delighted. <laughs> but it's only when he actually, people, like, think that you're, you're honestly, like, you know... It's just fair is fair. It's just she, he showed up for a day. We're all delighted. And yeah, see, there you go. Whereas it's only when you actually take that out of this scenario, you take it out into another country that you realize that, no, we're begrudging bastards. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'd love to say I'm different, but here's me saying McGregor's are bollocks and all. Just, we're all the same. They're all up there, we're aren't all the they? Same. All the same. They're all up there. So yeah. on that note, fuck the laddies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to buy T-shirts. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Oh, yeah, we put the books. Oh, oh no, what we do with the books? We haven't decided what to do with the no, books. No, you just said you were giving them away with T-shirts there. Oh, sorry, yes. I They're in PJ's bag there behind the couch. Oh, yeah. His backpack. Fucking Dr. Dr. PJ's PJ. backpack, yeah. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, next time. Oh, why didn't we think of it before now? It would have been amazing to just turn up at our house tomorrow. Would you like a lollipop? <laughs> and on that night, I have one of my backpack. <laughs> Thanks a million for coming out tonight. Fair play. Thanks a million again. Next episode will be out soon enough. Fair play for coming from England and everything. <laughs> uh, take care. We'll put the books out with the t-shirts now. I'll see you later. And thanks again to the Up to 90 podcast who are fucking fantastic. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.